Hello, my friends. This is the podcast that brings a wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. And that's Not Just Blowing Smoke. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Hey everybody, that's Jeff Pitchell's Fat Cigar you were listening to, and that means it's time for Not Just Blowing Smoke. Coming at you live from Twin Smoke Shop Studio Headquarters in Hooksit, New Hampshire. Be sure to subscribe to us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, Google, basically wherever you can get a podcast, <clears throat> you'll find Not Just Blowing Smoke. I'm Pastor Padron, and I'm here tonight with my co-hosts, Paul, Nick, and Dave, Yo. and this is the Cody Toady episode. Cody Toady. Cody Toady. At the and now that's geek speak for cigar of the year, Cody. Mm. Tobacco of the year, Toady. Toady. It's the Cody Toady episode, and at the end of each year, we look back at what we think were the year's best releases for cigars and tobacco, and from that list, we let you know what we think our pick is. For Cigar of the Year, mm-hmm. Tobacco of the Year. And um, before we get into it, you know, we we do want to say we don't, you know, count l- limited, you know, Mm-mm. cigar releases. TAA. You know, TAAs that are mm. only available for a short period of time. Cigars that are only, like, made a couple hundred boxes or things like that. But they do have to come out this year. Mm-hmm. So... We're gonna. We have a list of of five cigars that uh, we think were the best newcomers for 2020, and our pick for cigar of the year is this year. Perdomo's 10th anniversary Reserve Box Press Maduro Epicure, and from the website. Uh, it says the Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Box Press Maduro is a medium to full-bodied Nicaraguan puro blended with a dark, oily, six-year-old Cuban seed Nicaraguan wrapper that has been bourbon barrel aged for an additional 14 months mm. and is paired with six-year-old Cuban seed Nicaraguan binder and filler tobaccos to create naturally sweet flavors with hints of dark cocoa and espresso on the finish. Hell yeah. And that goes incredibly well with what we are drinking tonight. What are we drinking tonight? We are drinking what we all agree was the best spirit of the year, the mm-hmm. best drink we had of the year. Yeah. The Glenfiddich 21. 21. It is. Rum oh. barrel aged. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you something. This... Bourbon barrel aged cigar, and that rum barrel aged scotch. It's it's rocket party in your mouth. It's a marriage made in heaven. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely. Mm -hmm. What are our Um, initial uh, impressions here, Dave? Do you have any initial impressions Um, that are worth sharing? Coffee from the you know the espresso from the cigar, and the sweetness of the drink. 
They're just both tangling together. Tangling, uh, tangling, yeah. huh? Tangling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's just dancing on my taste buds, man. It's awesome. <laughs> Nick, do you have anything uh, to say other than wow or this is really good? This. <laughs> this. 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 Thank you. This. There we go. Four this is in this a row. Is, That's um, got to be some kind of record. The the glint oh. fit it really opens up the cigar. Mm. You taste a lot more of the dark chocolate, the the cocoa note in there, the espresso note, really smooth. Cigar is getting really nice. Um, spice on the retro hail um, is super smooth, just like the glint fit it and the glint fit it smooth complex it's it's like tasting you know probably this is what they're serving in heaven right now i would, yeah. I would have to <laughs> this say this is what they're serving in heaven this yeah is, this is all they have you can't ask for anything else yep which for is fine you, for all you haters out there there are there is cigars in heaven mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Yep. and pipes and pipes pipes oh yeah um and but, scotch scotch and but between both of these is just my it's i'm speechless man this is this is the best scotch alcohol this is the best alcohol <laughs> ever the best scotch alcohol you've this ever is had the best scotch alcohol period that i've ever had and i'm very happy we're we're drinking it right now yes with each other. It was yes, amazing. yes it's an incredible thing we have uh brother jeff the bearded one the bearded one uh, watching us from Canada. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Jeff. Happy birthday says, to you. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. It didn't, didn't catch on. I'm nope. sorry. I was going to go into <laughs> happy birthday, Mr. President, but that's a, no. it's another yeah. show. Sorry. But uh, he says, happy bela- um, belated Merry Christmas, gents. The missus and I are spending my birthday evening watching you. Oh, Whoa. Such wow. an exciting life we lead in lockdown. <laughs> I'm not sure quite how to take that. Whoa. <laughs> we, apologize. we apologize in advance. Yeah. Well, I'm grateful. <laughs> I am very grateful that Jeff is watching us on I'm very day. grateful, Please, please notice that half the bottle is already gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes, the yep, show yes, has just is. started, and we have one-third of the bottle left. Yeah. It's... Uh, it's going to be a good show tonight. Yes. Very good show tonight. might not be that intelligent, but it's going to be good to us. Do you think they make bigger bottles of that? No, I, I doubt Kegs. it. If they did, you would have bought one. Yeah, I would have. I would have just said, this. Yeah, we, it. We, we Just a big shout-out to Nick. This was mm-hmm. kind of his end-of-the-year uh, blowout for us here at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Mm-hmm. And, uh, normally, you know, what we get, you know, we, you know, Kurt graciously supplies from the bar or... Maybe we all chip in for something, but uh, this time Nick just surprised us and said, "Let's have our favorite drink of the year on yep. the last show of the yeah. year." Yeah, hallelujah! A way to put out 2020. Yeah, it needs and to be. Uh, I'm uh, very, very grateful for that. Mm. This is a really, really nice pairing. What do you think, there, Paul? I have two words to describe the cigar. Mm-hmm. Excellent. <laughs> Chocolate Earth. Chocolate yeah. Earth. Chocolate Earth. So I got a lot of chocolate, espresso, cocoa notes from the cigar, nice uh, earth, uh, just a tad bit of spice, the retro hill, really smooth spice from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a cigar that um, I have been smoking a lot of this year since we got it in. Yeah, yes. we all have. We, yeah, We know that. More and, than the Sig Priv? Uh, it's right up there, Dave. It's not, it hasn't t- overtaken the Cigar Privé, but it's certainly right up there. And as a matter of fact, with this scotch, uh, 
I actually get a lot of the same notes from the cigar mm. as I do from the Cigar Privé, just mm. minus maybe the cedar and floral notes, but it's very, very similar. Yeah, I, I, I just echo what everybody else has said. You know, coffee, earth, cocoa, smooth, a nice, sweet, uh, short finish on the cigar. Yep. And just goes incredibly well with the uh, scotch. And oh, like yeah, all yeah. Perdomos, it yeah. draws like a perfectly. Perfectly, yeah. You know, a Perdomo, you know, he doesn't make a bad cigar. Nope. Nope. Does not make a bad cigar. They're all and every, good or better. You know, it's, 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 they, they're good and go up from there. Yeah. And this, this was a nice, nice surprise. Um, uh, not that I'm surprised he made another good cigar. That's, that's no. what he does. But this is, I think, better than good. This is, this, this is, is great. Cigar of the year Absolutely. worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's going to get a lot of awards. As a matter of fact, uh, I know it already has uh, is getting noticed on some end of the year lists, and uh, not at all surprised. Nick, mm-hmm. you did good. Dave, you want to? Can you scroll up on the comments? I can see oh, some yes, other yes, people yes, doing yes, stuff. Yes. What do we got here? What, what do we got? got? Mm-hmm. Let's see it. Oh, Mark here. Unfortunately, in heaven there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. Hmm. Mm. Good well, point. Mm. you know. But there's scotch in heaven, so who needs beer? <laughs> mm. Right? If there's Glenfiddich 21, I'm who needs good. beer? I I'm, don't need beer. I'm Thank good. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you very much. Now, uh, let's let's uh, talk a little bit about some of the other uh, noteworthy newcomers that were serious contenders for us mm-hmm. for uh, the Cigar of the Year. And in no particular order, I'll, I'll read them here. Um, uh, another one that was uh, in my top list anyway was the Miami Cigar yeah, Don Lino Africa. Yeah, that's a good um, one. That was you know has a Ecuadorian Habano 2000 wrapper, Cameroon binder, mm. and then fillers uh, from uh, Peloto, uh, Dominicano, Amatepe, and Jalapa and Esteli. Ooh, yeah. Very complex cigar blended by AJ Fernandez for him. And that was a really, really great cigar. Mm. Really, really good. Smooth, creamy, a little bit of caramel in there. Um, just light spice. It was really a very, 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 very well blended cigar. That mm. was that was a excellent, excellent uh, decision to bring that in here this year. Yeah, yeah. I, it, uh, of all of the Miami cigar line that mm. I've had, yeah. that's my favorite. Yeah, me too. You know, I think he really outdid himself, you know, with that cigar. Very, very good. Um, another cigar that made the uh, top uh, of the list was the Muestra de Saca Unstolen Valor. Yeah. Uh, Nicaraguan Puro. It's the work of uh, Raul Disla, who's the production manager at uh, the Nicaragua American Cigars SA in Esteli. He makes a lot of the cigars for Steve Saka, the Mi Corita, for instance. and um, But he hasn't ever really made cigars for other... He's, he's always made cigars for other people. Never done anything that he really liked on his own. And Steve kind of challenged him to do that. This was a blend that he came up with, and Steve liked it so much. He said, let's put this in the Moisture to Saka line. Mm. And... Um, <laughs> it's my favorite voice. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't have well, anything to do with it other than telling the we guy had, what to do. When we had I him on the show. Hilarious. But when we had him on the show that time and mm-hmm. we all agreed that that was that was our favorite cigar that he never blended. 
<laughs> and it was it was amazing. Nothing against Steve and yeah. you know it, Steve's a great guy and we all love him. Yeah. And, uh, I know. It could best. have been a big mistake me putting it in the moisture to soccer line because I had definitely to wasn't do with it. But <laughs> you know smoke. I'm a good guy, so that's basically <laughs> what he said. But uh, good for Steve for for pushing that out of that guy. What a great cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> very very nice. It's a it's not the cheapest thing. It's, I think, the most expensive cigar on the list. It's 17 bucks a stick. Correct. And um, that's a... That's well, a, well, the unicorn is uh, holding holding at 100, and that's from Mr. Saka himself. Well, yeah, but on our list of top... Yes, yeah, yes. I didn't put the unicorn on the list because that was, mm. again, one of these wicked limited production... That is, yes. You know, he makes, you know, a, a, a thousand a year. Yep. He's trying to get it more than that, but... Still, a thousand cigars, and uh, apparently he's come out with a, another Vitola in the unicorn mm-hmm. called the Chubby, the Chubby, wow. the chubby wow. Unicorn, Is that gonna be which he likes. He likes better than the actual unicorns. Wow! Yeah. How could you not? But like none of the Chubbies unicorn, yeah. have actually been sold. They have mm-hmm. only been given out to friends of his. Mm-hmm. I like to think of myself as a friend of Steve's. We all do. Mm. Of course, We're if, all if maybe if we'd named the uh, Unstolen Valor Cigar of the Year, maybe we would have gotten <clears> the <throat> Unicorns. Mm. Possibly. Time for a retcon. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not ready to recant. I, I really enjoy this cigar. It's and a delicious it, cigar. It, what is it, 8 bucks? 850. 850. Yeah, unbelievable for 850 Just a great, great cigar for the money. Uh, another cigar that was on the uh, top of the list for newcomers for us was the Aladino Cameroon. Oh, yeah. And what was special about that cigar was the Cameroon wrapper on that cigar was grown um, in Honduras. Yep, not Africa. By um, by the families there and um, Justo, mm-hmm. Justo Aroa. And um, uh, it's a Honduran Cameroon and Honduran binder and uh, fillers. And it's a very unique cigar because the cigars, you know, can't, it does not taste like African Cameroon. It does not. It's a little bit smoother. Yeah. It's not quite as spicy, but it is an incredibly smooth cigar and ages really well. I've had um, uh, one of those Cameroons again after it had sat around for a few months. Incredibly well. Really good. Really good, peeps. As a matter of fact, in a future episode next year, we're going to be um, smoking aged uh, Cameroons, Aladino Cameroon versus uh, new ones that are just coming out. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get get Edgar on. Hoping to get uh, Edgar and Nuso on the show for that. Yeah. And uh, that'll be good. Uh, Rounding out our uh, five best newcomers of the year. Um, the Foundation Charter Oak Habano. Another hit by Nick Melillo. Yeah, Another Nick Melillo just doesn't seem to miss these days. He just keeps creating good stuff, and his Charter Oak line is a great value cigar line. Um, I still think the um, Shade and Broadleaf versions are some of the best inexpensive cigars on the market mm-hmm. you so can get a cigar great you can get a great cigar for you know six bucks from nick malillo oh yeah um the habanos are a little bit uh more expensive but uh they are really really good it's an Equ- ecuadorian habano wrapper nicaraguan binder filler great great cigars 
um, it it was it was tough for us to to pick the cigar of the year. That's a great list of cigars there. Um, but sitting here smoking this and drinking that Glenfiddich, oh. uh, I am very proud of of the pick that we made. No, I don't think there's a better marriage right now. Mm-mm. This is this nope. is it. <clears throat> totally mm. agree with Paul. Mm-hmm. This is seven. I can I can die right now and I'll be extremely happy. Pretty sure my wife will be <clears throat> a little upset because there's some things around the house that I haven't finished yet. But that's I... that's, that's not surprising. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it ever done? Is it ever done? Does you ever done? It's never done. Do you ever finish your list? I mean, do you you always I, have things to do? Do you ever finish it? I partially finish it. I think the closest I've ever gotten to finish a list, the honeydew list. Um, I had two things left on it, and she was extremely happy that I did all the things that I did. How many things were on it? Uh, f- two. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was fourteen on for, the complete for, list for today. No, no, no. no well, she made that a while back. A while back, and there was some things that we needed to get so done she before makes the winter. Clean the chicken weekly coop? list. Yeah, that's for you weekly. To do. Uh, yeah, well, not weekly, just. She makes a list that needs to get done within the next couple of months. There was 14 on it in the end of October into November. And uh, I, was, I was able, I was in able two to... two months, you did 12 of 14 things. What are some of the things on the list? Uh, Build the chicken coop. No, that's already, no. <laughs> that, that, that's already, already. that was already done. Um, we the- had to re- We had to finish the piping work for the wood stove. We had to stack the wood. Um, there was some more wood that needed to be cut. There was some uh, some truck maintenance to make sure that thing gets running and working properly with the plow. Uh, there was some cleanup work. We needed to do some uh, uh, go through some of my mother's old items that we were storing so we can set up my gym. Um, some, so are some... these things that she writes for you because if she didn't write them down and give them to you, You'd never see that they needed done. Like no, I'd eventually, I'd eventually get to it, but because it's there, it bothers her a little bit more than it does me. So well, I just stick to the list. Why didn't Why didn't she do it? <laughs> well, that's boy. my responsibility. Because <laughs> it's your responsibility. Yeah. My responsibility is get that done. So mm. keeps him out of hey. trouble. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah. So Keep, keeps him off of Facebook. It keeps me off of everything. So <laughs> it keeps me off of everything. Oh my! Mm. Well, we have a special treat for you guys uh, tonight as well. We have some favorite clips uh, from oh, this yeah. past year, you know, and uh, we gotta uh, look back and find some good stuff that happened in 2020. And um, there were a lot of uh, things that happened on the show, but. Uh, before we get to the, some of the clips, I, you know, I'm wanting to know from you guys what what was your favorite episode this year? Ooh, your man. favorite episode? I can I can I can start with that one. Go ahead, yeah, Paul. Go ahead, Paul. My absolute and Dave will will attest to this. Mm-hmm. My absolute favorite episode this year was the long-standing favorites, <laughs> and that's because it was just the four of us sitting around talking about conspiracy theories. Aliens from other worlds. Yeah. Um, the uh, and Dave just kind of went off into a whole different direction about moons and and uh, life on on 
Venus or or whatever, and and the reason why aliens haven't visited Earth and all this stuff, and it was just, <laughs> but it but it was just a fantastic conversation we were having. It just was, it, it was it, great. It, it it was just it was just from the hip. I mean, we didn't have anything planned. It just went that way, and it was uh, it was my favorite episode. I think it was it was the four of us really just honing in and and having a good time yep i think we have a little clip from that we Dave, do you want to you want to yep. play that yep i'm ready okay roll okay. it here we go not seen it we, have, have you not seen independence day i i watch it every <laughs> independence day mib you know i you love know, the idea of it but Will here's Smith, here's, here's Tommy the Lee truth. jones our our for one is why would they even bother to come here when, when you're looking, when you think about because it, of you, Dave, oh, they must have they they would not find intelligent life here. So, <laughs> Dave, if you think about it, Dave, you're, you're opening yourself up, Dave, for for so many things, including you, anal probes. But I mean, that's not even the worst of it. My goodness, no intelligent life on Earth. Yeah, we're what half a half an percentage point more intelligent dogs <laughs> i think you said or something like that two percent two percent two percent good night the fact that area 51 was human phantasm <laughs> <laughs> yes that was also in that oh my <laughs> yes that was my favorite episode um uh, nick okay. do you have a favorite oh. episode I do. I know we spoke on Saturday about my favorite episode, but I was really kind of thinking about it. Um, Did your and... wife have another favorite? No. Did she write it down for you? <laughs> no, she didn't write it down. I thought of this one myself. Oh, um, very good. It was, very good. That's good, Nick. It was the last one with Orlando Cabrera when we smoked the mm. Opus. Mm-hmm. And That's right. between the, the drink pairing and the Opus and how we aged it in, in bourbon and for five years and that cigar was absolutely mm. spectacular and to get to know orlando a little bit better mm-hmm. is always a plus on on my side because we me and paul we get to see him pretty much on a regular basis he comes yeah, in and out a of regular twins. customer twins. he's a regular customer really great guy really down to earth you can pretty much talk to him about anything yeah but a lot of the times that we talk to him it's usually about cigars it's usually about you know, some politics and stuff like that and just kind of just regular stuff. We really don't kind of get into the personal personal life of him or anything like that. But when he was on the show, kind of opened up and let us know what he's doing behind the scenes and some of the people that he's met. Um, and what I, it, it it's always a joy for me to kind of hear that from a celebrity, I guess. You know what I mean? Because he played for the Red Sox. He's a you know, he's a world champion and most of the time, I don't see him as a you know as a celebrity, as a Red Sox player. I just see him as a Lando Cabrera, as a regular customer that comes in and we, you know, sit down and just talk BS all the time. You know what I That's mean? That's one so, of the great things about Orlando. Yes, he's so he's approachable. He's so humble, and you'd yeah. never know that he was the. If you didn't know that he was a baseball player, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You, know. You'd never know. Yeah, you, you know, it, it, it's he's just such a great guy, and he's one of my favorite guests on the show. Yes, by far. Yeah, I certainly so, want to have him again. Yeah, yep. so that Absolutely. episode with him is is got to be my favorite. Uh, you know, probably that, and then the first time we've had him on the show, yep. we'll be doing the the live on the, uh, the live episodes in the lounge that time when we had the shutdown and everything. But those two were, were probably one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, really great, awesome guy. Uh, I'm I'm very glad you know he loves being on the show mm-hmm. and he's 
told, uh, I know me, I, th I think he's probably told everybody repeatedly, you know, we give him a week's notice so that he can, yeah, uh, you know, set up the schedule. He'd always love to be on the show. He, 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 he'd love to be on it every week. As soon as he started, we were doing a podcast. Oh yeah. He wanted, he to, be wanted, to, be yeah. Yeah. He wanted to be on it, yeah. you know, as a regular guy. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm pumped that, uh, he's so excited about, about the show and everything. That's great. Do you have a favorite episode, Dave? I do. The uh, the favorite episode, one of my favorite episodes, was when we had uh, um, the cigar boss lady on. Oh I yeah, I ate the Carolina Reaper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was painful, you, but it you was sure uh, that was the, uh, the comedy level in that was just beautiful. You sure it wasn't <laughs> the know? worst episode you've no. been part of? No, no, uh, no. Oh my God, Dave. Kendra, you destroyed this man. Mm. Yeah. I, I still can't believe you did that for only twenty bucks. I know. Right? Oh, I I hope you got some. <laughs> I hope you got some good gas with that one. <laughs> no pun intended. How many unit? How many millions of units of heat is that? The Schofields. It's like what one point five million. One point eight. Yeah. One point eight million, million Schofields. Yeah. In two thousand sixteen, it was the hottest pepper in the world. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and. Um, we have a little clip of that episode where we're explaining why Dave was quiet and not his normal bubbly <laughs> self. Here, watch this. This is great stuff. Okay. If we can play it. There we go. Yeah, if, if, if you can play it. I can play it. You can play it. I can play it. I just got to set it up. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Dave. He was Let's, brave. We'll, 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 brave Dave. We'll, we have to explain, Dave, because everyone expects you to be your normal bubbly self, and you are just in a very different way <laughs> tonight. Oh, and uh, so, Kendra, the potion master, I guess decided to, you know, try a potion on an actual person <laughs> in her digestive system. And oh, she God. bet. Dave, twenty bucks. She said, "I'll give you twenty bucks if you eat this ghost pepper." Uh, Carolina Reaper. Carolina Reaper. Oh, yes. Excuse me. Ugh. One of the hottest peppers in production on the earth today. <laughs> yes. And Dave, who could really use twenty bucks, <laughs> said, "Sure, I'll do that. I'll eat it." And he oh, ate it. Oh God. And now, these few hours later. And Dave's intestines are going, what the F did you do to me? And there's all sorts of funky sounds coming out of Dave. And he is just uh, a little more quiet He's than dying. he normally is. Dave, was, was the $20 worth it? It's still worth it. Uh, <laughs> he's got to get gas money. Yeah. <laughs> now, Dave, you know, you can tell by looking at him. You, you see in the, you know, he's on the bottom left hand of the screen. Yeah. You know, he looks a little green. And, <laughs> you know, he's just uh, not smiling like he usually is. He's just very stoic. And that's because oh, he's God. concentrating very hard on his nether regions to keep them yeah, so. in check. <laughs> He needed a new, uh, he's melting the porcelain <laughs> the next morning. Oh my gosh, I that remember, was so sick I remember, I remember the text he sent me, he was, he was happy that, <laughs> he was so happy that he went, 
It's over. It's over. Oh, did you see him drinking all that water? Oh, my goodness. Oh, Dave, those little gurgles that were coming from your nether regions. I made it. I made it at the end of the show. I got it. He ran out at the end of the show. He didn't pack anything. We had to pack it for him. Yeah, we had to drop it off at his house. Oh, God. I'm pretty sure I went like straight to bed. I was just, uh, I'm sure. Just miserable. <laughs> Did you have to put some cream on yourself to like cool things no, off? No, no, nothing that drastic. No, nothing that drastic. No, after, 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 you have I third degree me. burns on your butt. Oh, God. <laughs> I've got a cast iron intestine now. I'll tell you that. The next <laughs> day, do. the next, the next day, I had like uh, a gallon uh, of, of tacos. Mountain I actually had tacos the next day. I know that there was another video from that too where we had the would you rather question and i said tacos with tacos i actually had tacos the next that was day that episode and i was like oh my god this i ate the i had it with habanero sauce and it was like mild it was yeah. beautiful it was awesome. <laughs> like i'm the anything man would now. be mild after that <laughs> anything would be mild after oh, that, that was awesome well that was definitely you know an awesome episode there Absolutely. you know i had i had a funny you know while dave was trying you know to keep himself from you know, soiling his pants. <laughs> I I was trying to actually speak, and you know, we got we got into this debate over the the age of of uh, cigar smoking and stuff like that. And <laughs> I started trying to to go on a rant, and I just I couldn't I couldn't speak right. I couldn't speak right. Listen to this. Okay, where is it? It's uh, right there, right there. Yep, you got it. Okay, here we go. Hold on, I I'm it's not usually at a loss for words, but uh, I screwed right. everything up here. Okay, there we go. And here we go. You know, there's, uh, there is twice as much cigar. <laughs> That's not true. There's twice as much tobacco in the off. average tomato. <laughs> Than there is so in you, a cigar. You mean nicotine? Nicotine. You said tobacco. I said tobacco. See, this is. We're going to start over now. Has your brain fully developed? I know. And I'm 15. If I'm not yet able to make a choice, I have a problem. I tell you, that whole discussion came out of the fact that uh, they were talking about raising the uh, tobacco purchasing age from 21 to 25. And what state was that? Do you remember? Was it New York? Mm-hmm. New York. New York does everything. Yeah. Yep. And uh, because your brain is not fully developed until you're 25, that's where that joke came from. And, yep. and uh, well, not joke, but flub. <laughs> it was it was horrible. Yeah. It was it was embarrassing. Ridiculous. But it was really good. It was really funny. We had a we had a lot of fun when we had uh, Ada on, and I spoke with her today, and. Um, uh, she would love to come back on the show. Oh yeah! And so we're working on a time, maybe in February, for her to come back on. Right, sweet, good. And uh, we'll love to have her back. She's such a sweet lady. She is. Mm-hmm. And yep. um, love to have her on. She's yep. she's just she comes into Twins every now and then too. Yep, like, yep, yep, yep. She yep. does. She visits mm-hmm. Twins yep. in Londonderry. Yep. yep. She's been in Florida for a while, which is why we haven't seen her. Yep. And um, uh, but she's back. And uh, so hopefully we'll see her. We'll see her soon. Maybe, maybe she's even thinking about uh, um, coming, coming New Year's Eve mm. to uh, Londonderry. Nice. So that would be good. Of course, I'll be here. So mm-hmm. you, you will know, be. It would suck to be me. But there you go. <laughs> 
Um, you know, my my favorite episode was um, answering the call of the wild. Mm. Call of the wild. Call of the wild. That's where oh. we had the Don Lino Africa yep. and the smoked the black Irish X. Yes. Oh, oh, that was that was. There was so much fun Beautiful stuff. Meat. That came out of that episode, like that Sausage quote room. there, like that quote <laughs> there, and um, it is just really, really good. And one of, you know, one of the things that I love about that episode was that was just the four of us, and we had Ken. No, you weren't here. I wasn't here. For you this weren't one. here. I was a, Kendra on a was with vacation. us, and I don't know what it was, but Kendra did a lot of talking on that episode. Nice. She, she chimed in a lot more than she usually does and we need to encourage her to do that she really knows her stuff her opinions are are really really good and i think worth listening to and everything and um but we had so much fun on that episode and so many of our outtakes you know on our soundboard are from that episode Mm -hmm. and one of my favorite things is where kendra says pete and meat Mm -hmm. all day long Mm -hmm. you got you got that quote there dave so this is this is a great great quote here here we go let's listen or watch or both depending on where you are and what you're doing ready yep okay now kendra what do you think of the pairing here with the with the nice peaty blended scotch and this nice beef stick you've stuffed into your honey pipe (laughs) wow No innuendo there. Oh, though. yeah. None. None at all. Come on. It's Pastor Dan here. This, There's no innuendo. This is the clear winner of the night this, for me. Mm. This. Pete and this. meat all day. Pete, Pete and meat. meat all day. Pete and meat. <laughs> Pete and meat. Oh, oh yeah. Not that's, Pete's meat. It's meat. wonderful. <laughs> that's going to be the title of this episode. Yes. Pete's meat. Pete, meat, meat. Pete and meat all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. And you know, how can you forget Kendra for the first time saying sausage rope? That is just it's become the quintessential, you know, it, it's a perfect way to describe black Irish X. Yeah. It's sausage rope. It meat is. in a rope that you cut up and smoke. It's good stuff. And uh here's here's the clip where she says it for the first time. Beef. Beef. Sausage. Do I need to say anything else? Just just listen to Kendra say it one more time. Sausage. Sausage rope. Sausage <laughs> rope. It's a nice black sausage rope. Sweet me. I'm going to get a picture with that thing. Oh, yeah. You should have seen it before we cut it in half. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. That's what she said. Oh, yeah. Nick is really missing out. Nick is missing out. Yep, yep. Uh, You can't have everything, can you? Hmm. Yep, the scroll says brown Irish X, but we were smoking black Irish X. Uh, what can you do? We're a work in progress. Dave's a work in progress. Mm, eternally. Yes, eternally a work in progress. Yep. Cognitive he has dissonance. so much more work to do on this planet that at this rate he's never going to die. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Um, yep. I'll tell you, one of my favorite funny things that happened on the episode was Mark Mormar. 
falling out of his chair. Mm. You remember that? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, Dave liked it so much, he thought it was so funny. He actually made a little, a whole little montage out of the the uh, experience here. You know, Mark Warmar is one of our um, regular pipe guys. He works for La DC Distribution Group, which um, reps uh, Cornell and Deal, GLPs, um, Savinelli and Peterson. And um, <laughs> we have him on the show a lot. He's a great, great guy. And we were Skype Skyping in with him on one episode and talking to him. And just all of a sudden, he just disappeared. He did. Yes. He just dropped. It was <laughs> like he dropped into hell. And we wondered whether or not he was coming back. He came back all right. <laughs> all right. Let's 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 uh, look at Dave's little montage here. The next two drops are going to be pretty exciting. So in July, towards the end of the month, we're going to have Sun Bear again. We, we introduced that for the first time last year, thinking that maybe it'd be a one-shot deal. We didn't really... We didn't really. Sport, sports we didn't. That was a stool I was on that moved over. <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. He's never gonna keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. He's never gonna keep me down. Oh, that was awesome! Great job, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. We've been waiting for a long time thank to that. share that. That's oh, that's yeah. a funny, funny clip. And um, you know, another thing that. Uh, was funny that was uh, on a recent episode was uh you know we had kurt on about three weeks <laughs> ago with uh and he had a bunch of uh um antique uh, uh cigar ashtrays and they're made with green what he called vaseline glass yes and the discussion there you know about what that was and what it meant was kind of funny and uh um here's here's what happened with that First piece I got was this uh, green glass ashtray. It's a uh, Vaseline glass. It's a uh, very what is Vaseline glass, or is it glass that had Vaseline in it? Is that no. What it's... no. Uh, <laughs> for a different show. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. There's there's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was funny. That was hilarious. Is Vaseline ever in that glass? Uh, no. That's another episode. <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> that was good. That was good stuff. So those are some of our favorite things. Uh, I think there's another clip. You know, one of my favorite uh, questions that I got to ask uh, over this last year was to Christian Aroa, and he totally opened himself up for this. Christian Aroa... Uh, is the of course the the owner of uh, CLE cigars and um, co-owner of uh, Asylum, and he is admittedly he admitted on the podcast just minutes before I asked the question it was uh, a major major germaphobe, and you know there's always been jokes about you know is that why he flies his own plane and doesn't you know fly uh, you know on 
re- regular airlines? Is it, you know, really because he just has to be sure that everything's kosher and everything? <laughs> and, you know, when the, you know, it was, it was kind of funny when, when, uh, Honduras was planning on doing a second factory shutdown mm-hmm. of of the factories there. They came and toured his place and realized that it was so stinking clean that there was no reason to shut it down. And so he basically is helping the government figure out what clean is. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> it was real funny. And so I asked him, I asked him a, a question here, and it's really, really good. Let's listen to that. You brought it up several times. What's it like being a germaphobe in a global pandemic? Bro, <laughs> let me tell you, man. The funny thing is, everybody looks normal to me now. You know, <laughs> example I can give you. You guys remember that movie Interview with a Vampire? Yeah. Remember, uh, remember when he when he uh, he gets turned? Oh, so he sees things differently. I see that finally everybody else sees the world the way I do it. So I do, I've been the, the loneliest vampire, man. So, I, dude, I love it. I was just, I was just listen, I mean, sorry, bro, but I, I love that everybody wears a mask. I love that. I love all these things, man. So, uh, of course, you know, we're joking, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like it. doesn't mean that, that I, I, I think it's normal or acceptable or I'm happy with it. Doesn't mean I can't do it. Oh, that was great. And he was so great to answer that question. Oh, yeah. He took that totally in stride. But uh, he's a great guy. We love having him on the show, too. Um, So those are some of the highlights that we have from uh, this past year that were really good, really funny, really entertaining. Yeah. were there anything else that uh, can you guys think of highlights of the show that you might want to talk about? Probably when we had Steve Soccer on. It wasn't. Uh, it he kind of like took over the show. You asked him. You asked him in a total of what three or four questions, and yeah, and he spoke for what he an spoke hour and for yeah, yeah. An hour fifteen minutes. We love you, Steve. Oh my but god, man, that thing yeah. that was that was a, a an episode. To remember right there, Steve that one. Steve and not just blowing smoke. Yep. Yes. And Charlie Moore, too. Yeah, Charlie Moore. Oh, that episode great. was fantastic. Charlie that, was that was a great show. That was a great he was my great, god great it was it was the charlie moore show featuring not just smoke mm-hmm. not just blowing yeah. smoke it yeah, was it was great special guest kurt kendall yes in the shadows yeah kurt in the shadows yeah he got backlit on yeah. everything that was fun he he probably made that he scheduled that perfectly uh, I'm, so. I'm sure he you did. can be uh incognito over there i'm sure he did uh let's do a little uh cigar confessions shall oh we? All right. pastor padron cigar confessions and uh my cigar confession this year is you know reflecting back over probably the question that uh i heard not the most but a lot that really just kind of you know whenever i hear it my my eyes kind of roll a little bit <laughs> do they? And that is well, I, I try not to, but they probably do. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm not the greatest guy at hiding my, you know, feelings. Really? Yeah. You've noticed that? I have, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and that question is, when are we going to get Cuban cigars? <laughs> Never. 
when are we going to have – how many times have you heard that this yeah, year, Paul? Yeah, You hear this it a lot. This year? A lot. Yeah, a My lot. God, how about this week, yeah, this past serious. week? Yeah, We get it all the time. And so, you know, now all the Canadians who are listening, they get their Cuban cigars, and, yep. you know, that's that's all great. Let me tell you when the United States is going to get Cuban cigars. Uh, never. Nope. Never. And uh, it's not for the reason you might think. I'm sure that once uh, President-elect Biden gets into office – um, he will probably relax things with the Cuban cigar, you know, that, that all got tightened up under Trump. And um, while you could for a while bring in Cuban cigars, now you can't, and you can't really go to Cuba unless you're Cuban and have special reasons to go and all that stuff. Um, but the reason I don't think you're ever going to see Cuban cigars in the United States is because Cuba does not want to send cigars to the United States. Why is that? Because the United States is the single largest consumer of country of cigars. We're not a country of cigars. See, I'm doing that whole brain thing again. Mm. We, the, the United States, the United, it's, it's, I'm going to blame it on the uh, wonderful scotch. <laughs> wonderful scotch. The United States consumes more cigars than any other country on the planet. One third of the cigars that are made on the earth are sold in the united states wow and cuba just would not be able to keep up with the market and with the no. demand mm. and you know they're they're, well, 90 they're having of them are they're, fake anyway and, so. well 90 percent of the cubans that that people get on the market today are fake yeah. and um sorry a lot of the cubans that you get are not all that great anyway um, now I, I'm not, no, I don't want to be down and on Cuban cigars. Mm -hmm. You know, they make some great stuff mm -hmm. and I've had some incredible, great Cuban cigars, but I've, incredibly well. <laughs> I did not say incredibly well. I said incredible <laughs> Cuban cigars. I've had some great Cuban cigars and, and. Uh, and you totally that that totally threw me. That totally threw me. <laughs> we've that, all, that, we've all had some good. I, Cubans. I think I, yeah, we've all had some good Cubans. They make great cigars, just like everybody else. They do, but they make a lot of average cigars, like everybody else, and they, they make a lot of just okay and crappy cigars. Frankly, like everybody else, mm -hmm. it's just because it comes from Cuba and comes from Habanos doesn't mean it's the end all world. You know, be all of of uh, cigar nirvana. You know, and I think something else that people don't quite understand is how expensive Cuban cigars actually are. It, knowing uh, Nelson Alfonso, who does the Atabay and Byron and Bandolero that are sold in the United States, I know from talking to him that a uh, uh, Habanos cigar in Cuba starts at around 20 bucks. Yes, mm -hmm. it does. Starts at around 20 bucks in Cuba. So if you export that to the united states it's going to be probably double it's, that price. it's going to be more than that and so you know if, if cuban cigars ever came to the states they would be really really expensive and i don't think people understand that i think people are thinking you know that well the cuban cigar i got on my uh you know cruise cruise you know for <laughs> six bucks i mean what was what was wrong with that well, uh, everything it wasn't the Cuban cigars. What, it's got what like the problem? Child's painted Cuban label. You know, so you know, come on, people. I mean, every, Nicaragua, um, Honduras, the Dominican Republic, yeah. um, Costa Rica, 
you know, there are so many great countries that make world-class cigars. And um, mm -hmm. I just don't think you're going to, I just don't think you're going to see Cubans in the United States. You may see times where uh, it's able, you're able to order them yourself from wherever Cubans are legally sold, but I don't think you're ever going to see them in the United States because I don't think that they could possibly keep up with the demand. I think it's hard enough for them to keep up with the demand now. So there I you agree. go. That's, that's my uh, Pastor Padron cigar confession. Stop asking for when we're <laughs> going to get Cuban cigars. If you want, go see Jeff in Canada. He, he has a lot of Cubans for you. Um, there you go. What's, what's our final thoughts here on the... Um, oh. Perdomo. We do have a cigar confession from Eric. Oh, we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was my favorite cigar confession uh, we got the, we got moment. the clip on that one? Yeah. We do. We do. Um, Let's roll the clip, boys. There was, there was a, a while there where we had guests on the show, and I would ask them what their uh, cigar confession was. What was their pet peeve, or what was their um, suggestion that they would give people to maximize their enjoyment of the cigar? And Eric's um answer was epic let's listen to him one of the things that you know we do on the show is we do uh, pastor padrone's cigar confessions okay and one of the things that i've gotten into doing is when we have a guest on the show i kind of pass the baton to them and i have oh. been asking what is one of your big cigar smoking pet peeves or if you want to be positive about it you know if you want to go all less brown you know <laughs> all right what is one thing you would love to tell cigar smokers out there that would help them enjoy the cigar smoking experience even better well the first thing is stop licking the cigar <laughs> that's like and I'm not like the person who, you know, slobbers on the end of it before mm -hmm. they cut it is one thing. Mm -hmm. But the person who like takes it out of cellophane and then licks it from foot to cap. I have seen that. I, I have happening? never understood What's wrong that? with that? What is That's happening? Gross. Oh, it, it evens out the burn. How? <laughs> Did you see how white his knees Knee were? <laughs> they were almost as white as his hat. Oh, my goodness. That is just... <laughs> That's just amazing watching that again. But uh, stop licking your cigars. <laughs> that is something we've said repeatedly over and over. You know, uh, one of the reasons that I am so glad for uh, COVID and all the changes that have been made is that the community cutter has mm -hmm. left the shop. Has mm -hmm. left the building. And um, I have no problem with that whatsoever. I love cutting people's cigar because they, they're like, that's all you have to cut off? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Oh, my God. It's like yeah, the, look, <clears throat> the, look, the look of shock when we actually just snip a little bit off the... Uh, the tip there is, uh, oh, yeah. it's it's picture worthy. And then they Absolutely. take the draw and they go, ooh, ooh yeah, you know, that. I've seen people buy $40 cigars and then lob an inch off the top. And I just kind of cringe, shake, shake, yeah, cringe, shake my oh. head. Have a mini stroke. I mean, it's mm -hmm. horrible. Yeah. That's what some people do. Yeah. Oh, ooh. my goodness. And we still have someone that, that slobbers his whole cigar from yep. head to foot. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, my cringe. Stop. I'm like, go down, that. go down there and do that. I don't want to see it. Yeah. See it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. 
Um, what are our final thoughts here on the Perdomo 10th anniversary Maduro? Chocolate Earth. Chocolate yeah, Earth. It's choc- very consistent, it's very, isn't it? It's incredibly consistent. hasn't changed one bit. Still getting those chocolate espresso cocoa notes with the mm-hmm. Earth. That nice spice and the retrohale. It's just heavenly. Mm-hmm. And with the uh, Glenfiddich 21, just an absolutely fantastic pairing. It just brings out the sweetness just in the cigar, brings, doesn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Match made in heaven, baby. Thank, thank you very much, Nick, for this. This has yeah. uh, been a Amen. phenomenal. What a what a way to end the year. Yep. With this drink. Yep. Oh, fantastic. Very good. And the cigar. Or in the cigar. And the cigar. Nick and Nick. Nick, what do you think of Nick? Nick and Nick. Ah, uh, match made in heaven. The the cigar. You and completely... Nick are a match made in heaven. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure what Nick would think about that, but okay. He would concur. He would concur. Okay. Probably. I concur. Yeah. Um. It, I have spoken. This is the way. This is the way. Um, what else can I say? It Nothing apparently. Has it been said already? Do you have anything to say, Dave? said already, man. This is, do you have anything? The the scotch, man. Do you have anything new to say, Dave? <laughs> it's good. I like it. The uh, the espresso notes. Espresso? Uh, espresso. 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 Is, I don't even know what that is. Expression notes Chuck-a-luck-a-luck. are very high. I love it. It's, oh. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's Dave's. That, Dave, <laughs> I, I'm, here's Dave's. Here's Dave's <laughs> review of the cigar. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yummy goodness. Yummy goodness. I give it a 21. <laughs> a 21. On a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a 21. Did you hear that, Nick? You should fly him down to Nicaragua just for that. That's fantastic. Uh, wonderful, wonderful cigar. And the pairing was fantastic. Definitely something you need to keep in your humidor. It oh. is a great cigar. If you haven't had it yet, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. It is, I think, one of the best cigars you can get for under 10 bucks, mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite things from Nick Perdomo now. It's a great, great cigar. We're going to take a little break. We're going to play all those clips that we played for you Clip-a-doo. Uh, in case you missed them or want to see them again during our break. Whether and then we will be back. And uh, we will be smoking our pipe tobacco of the year. Our toddy. We've had our Cody, and now it's time for toady. Toady. We'll be right back. Getting a Cody and a toddy. All right, everybody, we're back. We are smoking what is this year's tobacco of the year, and that is this GOP's spark plug. Mm, a wonderful, wonderful tobacco. Let me read to you uh, from the tin of this tobacco here. <clears throat> Spark plug. Deep and dark. Powerful yet refined. The smoky, <laughs> leathery... Sorry. I had a sneeze. Rona? No, sneeze. The smoky, leathery backdrop of Latakia is layered with an almost incense-like spice of rich orientals with fine Virginias added for depth and a subtle sweetness. Ooh, thank you. Like the classic roadsters that inspired its creation, Spark Plug has an alluring charm that invites you to, uh, to rev it up and take it out for a long drive in the country. Sliced thick or thin, 
It will never leave you stranded. Oh. Mm -hmm. GOP's spark plug. Mm, good I'm stuff. not stranded with this tobacco. <clears throat> nope. Mm. Uh, it is manufactured by Cornell and Deal. It's an English blend. DLPs. Um, Latakia. Well, Cornell and Deal produces it. Okay. They they make it for him. Okay. Okay. I stand correct. And uh, Latakia Orientals, Virginia, no flavoring. It is a plug. And for those of you who may never have seen a plug before, we will plug you. That is what a plug looks like. Look at that. You take it. You slice it. You rub it out however you like it, and then you put it in your pipe. Mmm. And um, the Latakia and uh, Turkish uh, Orientals, the Izmir in this, are mm. both from 2013. Mm. There's Greek Bosma from 2014 Jeez. in it, and Virginia's from 2017, and Red Virginia's from 2016. In a dash this is old aged stuff it is really really good and of course we are still drinking <laughs> the last. 21 the last of it mm -hmm. cheers brother cheers everybody cheers say goodbye to 2020 oh all right, right there you go Greetings. see ya mm, my goodness thank you don't come here <clears throat> uh initial thoughts there paul on uh, this tobacco and the uh, pairing so this tobacco to me is, without a doubt, the best one we've had this year. Mm -hmm. uh, that's come out this year. I'm not going to say it's the best one we've had this year, but it's right. the best one that's come out this year. I agree. A uh, lot of leather, fruit, mm -hmm. incense, mm. just very rich, complex, but smooth. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's just super smooth. really smooth. Mm. Yeah, this is, this is absolutely fantastic. English blends just go well with scotch, like mm. we figured last week uh, mm -hmm. when we had a royalty. Um, just really, really good. This is certainly no exception to that rule. It's really good. My goodness. Nick, what are your initial impressions here? Mm. <coughs> Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Dave, what are your initial impressions here? <laughs> My first thought <laughs> yes. was creamy. Sh creamy. It is so creamy smooth. Mm. You know, uh, the the all the tobaccos you mentioned that I can't remember right now are just... <laughs> It's just got this weird, sweet, Virginia-y... Weird? <sighs> weird? You know, it's, it's weird. It's a, it's, it's a dance of, like, totally different flavors. It's a dance. Really, it's a dance it's a on my palate. It's really hard. It's a weird dance. The Virginias are dancing on my palate, and mm. I feel sublime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jake goes, here, here to that. Oh, mm -hmm. oh this is good stuff. Um uh, this came out, I believe, in March of this last year, and uh, really, really good. I, I think of GLP's English blends, I think this is his best. I know a lot of people think that um, uh, Quiet Nights is his uh, opus. That is a really good one. I and love that, that one. is really, really good. But I think I think he really outdid himself with this. Yeah. This is really good stuff. I think I think the plug really makes it too. The fact that it's in the plug, mm -hmm. I feel like that has something to do with it. Why do you think so? Because when I break it up, you're getting these thick chunks of tobacco. Mm -hmm. uh, when usually you get a ribbon cut, it's you know it's a lot more melted in. This is like raw, you know, it's very rough. Raw and rough. 
But it doesn't taste like that. It's no, that's smooth, because it's it's creamy. steamed and pressed and baked. It's not raw mm. at all. It's been mm. cooked. And it's old. And it's, it's old. old. Yes, no, that's true. Mm. Mm. Musty too, though. Musty. A There's lot a tobacco notes. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know. I still can't believe you actually said that. Me too. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe that. Every time I hear it, I go, "Well, you know, it's tobacco." A lot of tobacco notes. Like I don't know why. I don't know why. It's just it was very municipal. Very, <laughs> very See that municipal. I can kind of understand. You know, you know, you know, confusing the words and everything. Mm. Smoke it if you got it. <laughs> that I totally get. That's very. If you nice. got it. If you, you don't got, got it, it go get it. Because mm-hmm. it's damn good. It's mm. fantastic. Let's uh, go through some of the contenders. I we despise have. it. <laughs> um other I'm other newcomers spicy. this yeah, year it's uh, a little spicy yeah dave you can stop now <laughs> oh roll i thought you were talking about me okay That's... i was like all right i'll play all of them no no, no I, I, I wasn't incredibly well wasn't <laughs> talking to you at all actually uh, okay uh let's see um uh carmen odessa says uh happy belated merry christmas thank you thank you very much and uh, we're very uh, happy that you're watching the show along with us and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other contenders. Now, pipe tobacco is a little bit different. You know, there's there's very few things that come out that are new. There's a lot of old stuff that mm. just sticks around and everything. And um, we really do want to kind of give shout out to, to freshman <sighs> releases. You know, releases that just come out in 2020. Yep. And so there are a couple of limited things on that made our top five. Um, and one of them was Carolina Red Flake with Perique. That's yeah. a good one. And that came out in the spring, and that included stoved and unstoved Virginias from 2018 with Perique from 2008. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's just that that stuff was really really good i know some people really um didn't like the the age of the perique in there they think it kind of took away from it a little bit i really liked it it was like this smoldering deep spiciness that that went along with that and i thought i thought that was a great blend dave didn't like it i didn't get that smoldering deep spiciness you know it was uh it was bland to me but I gotta try it again. I got a can that I bought that's uh, been aging. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Well, some of it's already almost twenty years old, so yeah. don't wait too long. Mm. Gonna hit the peak of that thing. Mm-hmm. Smoke it. Mm-hmm. Smoke it if you got. It. But uh, I really liked it. I know Paul really yeah, did too. Yeah, I liked too. it very, very much. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. Uh, another uh, newcomer that we really liked uh, that uh, was a contender for Tobacco of the Year was Savinelli's Juno. Mm. And that was stoved and unstoved Virginias. That's in their regular lineup now. Um, and it's nice to have a, a nice, deep, rich Virginia blend that's out there all the time. Mm-hmm. That's really good stuff. Now, I know you like the Juno, Dave. Mm-hmm. You like the Juno a lot. Juno. Mm-hmm. Juno. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Well, it's, it's Greek. It's not French. Mm. Nick, do you remember Juno? I do. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just like this twenty-one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's that's all that uh, you know. Dave and Nick are drinking. That's they're not. We'll see what they. Well, I drink anything else. Mm-mm. Mm. It's gonna be tough to go home and drink and uh, pick up a bourbon 
uh, after this. It's going to be tough to drink anything else other than this, including water, which <laughs> which I need including to, water. I need to live. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's just with the with the spark plug. It's just fantastic. You get the the sweet and the spice. Mm-hmm. You get that that deep barbecueish. Mm-hmm. In there too, it's just fantastic. Just like with the cigar, the scotch is bringing out the sweetness of the Virginia. Yeah, for yep. me, yeah, yep. and it's just making it even more enjoyable than it already is. And I had a little half bowl before the show to kind of because I knew we were going to be drinking, oh, yeah. and I said I want to make sure that I know what this stuff tastes like, mm. you know. And uh, it, it's, it really is. I think it's more enjoyable with yeah. scotch. Oh yes. Mm. Really good stuff. Uh, another great tobacco newcomer to the market was Fourth Generation's Evening Flake. Ooh. And Nick, I know you were, you know, even thinking about that as like a tobacco of the year worthy. Yeah, that know. was that was so great. It was um, probably going to be my 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 out of the ones that we you have on the list. That's probably going to be one of my top picks. Mm-hmm. Really great, even though it's an evening, it's designed as a kind of an end of the night type of smoke. Mm-hmm. That's a smoke that you can just lay into all day, I think. Yeah. Afternoon, it's Absolutely. it's not it's not incredibly heavy, mm-hmm. um, but it's just the right amount for, I could smoke that in the morning, I could smoke that with my pancakes, I could smoke that. <laughs> I could smoke that with my pancakes. You know what I mean? That's I could awesome. smoke that with my pancakes, I could smoke that with my... Uh, you know, grilled cheese sandwich in the afternoon, you know, and I can have it right after a nice mm. uh, steak dinner. Well, you know, there's just a tiny bit of Perique in it. It it's, is, It's yes. mostly Virginia. Yeah. And, you know, it's pressed, you know, for a, a week before it's cut into the flakes. And that just adds so much depth to the flavor of the Virginias. Mm. It's just, it, it's a great anytime smoke if you want something that's, you know, medium or maybe even a little bit past the medium mark mm-hmm. uh, but one you know one of my favorites it's great bulk virginia mm. and um you know it it definitely is one of my favorite things that uh eric stokeby's come out with he's a great friend of the show too mm-hmm. and we were very i'm very thrilled to have that and it's doing very well here at twins too yes mm-hmm. um all three of his um bulks are doing really well mm. we've all had to reorder which yep. is a good sign and um you know the morning blend mm-hmm. his uh, aromatic that does really well too that is a really nice blend of a of a aromatic mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. my all-time favorite obviously it's the autumn evening mm-hmm. that's a, a spectacular tobacco but that's what you can have with your pancakes you mm. could you, you could um, you should you should yes mm-hmm. um but the morning flake from fortune is the morning is, blend yeah is is fantastic it's yeah great wait a minute yep and the and the it's transcendent the afternoon melange <laughs> his english is also really really stellar and it's not a it's that afternoon one is not a heavy no english either it's Mm-mm. it's a nice medium light to medium body it's not crazy english where if you're smoking it around the shop kurt will come down and say you know this is smelling like burnt hair around here what's going on um hey now hey now you know what i mean so it's it's a it's a really nice yeah really nice smoke yep and then uh rounding out our uh 
top contenders for uh, tobacco of the year is Cornell and Deal's House Reserve. Mm. And uh, that is a Black Cavendish, Burley, and Virginia blend. And uh, it was a brick-and-mortar exclusive. It was kind of a, a test drive of the, an idea. You know, Cornell and Deal has done a lot of online exclusive blends, but they had not really done anything for brick-and-mortar stores. And they kind of tested the waters with this to see you know, whether stores would be interested with it, mm. and they were. And so I'm excited that uh, now it looks like they're going to be coming out with a, a B&M exclusive maybe twice a year is yep. what I was told. Nice. Uh, so I'm really, really excited about that. We're going to actually be reviewing House Reserve next week on the show. Here you go. Um, great, great um, tobacco. One of the reasons I personally didn't, uh end up naming it my top pick mm -hmm. uh is because it was just limited to a thousand tins that's yeah. that's not a whole lot mm. and so while it was available wherever Cornell and deal is sold you know at, at brick and mortar stores throughout the country um there weren't a lot now i'm i'm glad to say here at twins you know uh we're very good friends with the guys at Cornell and deal and we bought a lot and um we have a good supply of the stuff, but it's going quick, quicker than uh, I thought it would go. So, uh, and once it's gone, it's gone. Yep, yep. It was, I know they they sold out really, really quick with that stuff, but it is really good. It's yep. like an anytime, any place kind of tobacco. Yep. It's really, really good. But we'll we'll talk about that more next week, um, when we actually review it. Uh, Dave Hack is there watching the show. Hello, Dave. Cigar Dave. Guy Dave is watching the show. Cigar guy Very Dave. glad that he's uh, watching with us. We appreciate on you, Dave. our uh, Cody Toady episode. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Now, um, 2020 has been a really ridiculously <laughs> lousy year in so many ways. Uh, you know, but I really kind of want to see if you guys have anything good to say about 2020 has anything good happened mm. for you guys this last year that you'd want to share on the show oh boy oh boy mm. i don't know uh we got to have glenn fitter 21 we discovered that that's yeah. probably probably uh, twice yeah. twice yeah mm -hmm. um well, for headsets. me, headsets. Yeah, yeah. Headsets. 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 We, oh we my went God. live. Did you? Yeah. Did you see? You know, I mean, one of the things watching the clip, especially with uh, um, Eric Wentworth from Hammer and Sickle, <laughs> you have these big mics that are all in front of our faces. Mm -hmm. You can't see anything, you know, except you know, it's like you have a better view of Eric's naked knees than you do of his face. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah. now we don't have to worry about that anymore. I'm very glad we have headsets. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good thing that happened yeah. in 2020. Lando Cabrera episode where his face was totally blocked by the mic. Yeah, yeah. That was, that oh was, my god, was crazy. Just yeah. having, just for me, just getting the the show rolling with you know going from just recording audio and the things that we had to the obstacles that we had to go through the audio mm -hmm. the the technical issues that we had to go through to get to this point 
to have headsets, to have a live video stream on Facebook, to have the guest, the wonderful guest um, that we have on the show, to have the alcohol and to, to have our camaraderie yeah. is, yeah. I would have to say, would probably be the the only good thing I think would, <laughs> would probably come out of 2020 because 2020 was just a crapshoot and, you know, you could kind of chalk it up and be like, okay, 21, yeah. we're moving on. Yeah. But, uh, what I think with all the what technical issues that we've had over the year, mm-hmm. I think uh, we, I think we've done okay. Mm-hmm. I think we're okay. I think we're uh, hopefully we're in the clear. Well, big shout out to to Dave and Confused. <laughs> Absolutely, over there on the end there, he really he really stepped up. Yep. You know, it was he was totally happy with doing the the audio podcast, and frankly, I was too. And then all of a sudden, we got thrown into the deep waters with uh, being asked to do. Uh, video when once you know uh you couldn't come into the shop anymore mm-hmm. uh, and um that entailed uh getting new equipment learning new programming mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dave is you know was was really just kind of thrown into the middle of it and and we certainly had our challenges <laughs> oh um, yeah you know i think our biggest challenge that you know it was when we had uh, jose ortega Oh yeah, yeah. from my yeah. father, I was you know, on the show and and technical difficulties. Just you know, you know, it's just such a huge thing. You, you know, this is this is not what you know. You know, Dave is learning this stuff, and and he's done a great job. Thank you, Dan. Getting yeah. this getting this up and running. He really does. He really does do a great job with that. That's a big thing. Um. Do you guys what 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 are kind of your hopes for 2021? Boy, where do I begin? <laughs> Mandalorian season three. Mandalorian <laughs> season three. As long as it's, as long you as know, it's... Mandalorian season two wasn't one of your the good things that oh, came no, out in 2021. Was. No, it was. It was. That was definitely in The Witcher. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that was a I good can't show. Wait. As long wait. as 21 is not like 2020, and I'll be no. okay with that. You know, I, I, I think have, I'll talk it up as a win. I have to tell you, kind of you know, did anything good come out of 2020? One of the things that I think came out of it was with, with the, the whole theater thing kind of being out of the picture. I think a lot of places started to put their money into streaming things and series like that. And we had some great stuff come out. Mandalorian season two, the Witcher. Um, Hey, Wonder Woman just came out. Wonder Woman just came out and they're streaming that on Mm -hmm. uh, HBO max. I haven't seen it yet. Great. It's good know, show, yeah. It's, it's good. a good movie. It's yep. a good movie. Um, you know, The Expanse. You know, oh, season man. five just came out, and yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle of watching yeah. that. Thank you, Amazon, for mm-hmm. resurrecting that show. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very, very good. The stuff. Boys. The Boys. Oh, season two. Season two. Oh my that gosh. That was fantastic. Oh, oh my goodness. It, and it's such. It's so great to have some really good quality streamed stuff. Yeah, well acting, like you know, mm-hmm. yep, good acting, mm-hmm. good, yeah, well, a- well acting, well, like well, acting in a great well. Acting. well acting. The acting Hello, that went on in that well was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Headsets are the way to go. Keeps everyone on mic. <sighs> yep, that, that's true, Dave. Very good. <clears throat> See, we learned something, and we're very grateful to Kurt for. Um, getting these uh headsets for us yep. yeah so thank you for really uh, improved to, to let us use the lounge and mm-hmm. to provide us with uh most of the alcohol that you see us drinking mm-hmm. and the tobacco the present tobacco alcohol and, excluded yes of 
Yes. <laughs> and the cigars, too. We are very grateful for yes. uh, yes. Flannel Claws to mm-hmm. provide us with such a great, great time. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Ooh. And um, anybody else hopes for the hopes for 2021? Well, we all want it to be better than 2020. Yeah. I mean, is there, I mean, but, is there any hope for that? <laughs> yes. I think there's a lot of hope for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can all say it can't get worse, but I mean, but yeah, but I'm also thinking very positively. I think 2021 is going to be a banner year. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking very, very positively about this year coming up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we, we talk about, you know, do we, do we have any positives about 2020? I'm, I take a look, I take a step back and I say, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for just the simple things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm great. Bologna grateful. sandwich. I'm, I'm toilet great. paper. Well, no, seriously. I'm, I'm, <laughs> toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I'm happy I never ran out. Mm-hmm. I mean, me personally, I'm, I'm grateful for, you know, having a, a roof over my head. It may not mm-hmm. be in the greatest area of mm-hmm. where I live. But I'm grateful for having a, a, a nice, comfortable home. I'm grateful yep. for having a, a little deck that I can go out and smoke my cigars and, and have a drink, um, even though it doesn't overlook anything great. <laughs> <laughs> want to call the hood great, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's my reality. Hey. Um, I'm grateful for having a great life partner and girlfriend who, you know, is in it with me. And, uh mm-hmm. I think we all should just appreciate what we have. Absolutely. You know? I mean, all these things that we can't do mm-hmm. are just maybe extras, uh, yeah. if you will. Um, but still, just the simple things in life to me are are what I can take out of 2020. Yep. Think um, being employed. Being employed. <laughs> yeah. Being yeah. employed. Exactly, yeah. man. You're I right. Think, there's a lot of people who aren't. A lot, yeah, there's a lot of yep. people out yep. there We've, that... We're in, their jobs. We're, yeah. in a, we're in a business that is in demand. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. It's kept us busy this year. We've had a banner year. Both yep. stores have Both done stores fantastic. Have done yep. And uh, we're grateful for that very, mm-hmm. very much and having a great employer. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, well, he could have he he took, took the short road and he could have, you know what I mean? He could have <clears> just closed doors and said, hey, I'm just going to ride this one out, boys. And, you know, we'll see you guys in a couple of months and we'll, you know, we'll go, you know, We'll go from it from there, yep. and uh, he didn't. Uh, he uh, kept his ground. He stood his ground, and we're all banded together like yep. a family. And yep. um, and we couldn't have we done could... it without our wonderful, awesome clientele. Absolutely, customer yep. base twins. Yep, they are the reasons yes. why we're here. Thank yep. you. Yep, thank you guys. We appreciate you. Yep, that's why we do the show. Mm-hmm. That's why we do the and, show. It's not and, for the alcohol and cigars. and and I'm grateful for this show. Absolutely, oh, Paul. That's so sweet. Because it, I mean, it's you can call it an escape for all of us because it's it's a chance for us to get together, you know, and and be, drink and drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, seriously, we are. You know, I, I think this is a great uh, a, a great uh, opportunity for us mm-hmm. to to get together. You know, share our our love of tobacco and and pairings and uh and provide it to people who listen to us mm-hmm. and uh it's catching on but it really is i think it's a it's a it's a fantastic uh media media i agree i look or, forward to monday nights i do yeah, I, I absolutely do, do i look forward to it i look forward to doing the podcast and um you know it's it's a long day for a lot of us you know it's, and for nick it's taking time out of his day off yep yep you know so we're we all you know are, are just willing to to go the extra mile to do this and i'm very grateful for yeah. the opportunity thank you to, 
everybody do this and, always being you here. know very grateful for the people who uh actually take time out of their lives to stop and listen to this yeah. stuff <laughs> yes we're, we're incredibly grateful yeah, for thank you for all of our fans that watch and listen to us, we are incredibly yeah. grateful to you guys. Dave's podcast Dave's juice. Podcast juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you make Monday better. Uh, Rod, Rod. Oh, he's such a nice man, Rod. That's Thank so, you, Rod. We so nice it, yeah. of you to say. You know what? It's all a boot. Mm -hmm. Oh, my mm -hmm. God. Rod, send us pictures when you're under 10 feet of snow. <laughs> probably got five now <laughs> oh my god you see that homemade man cave yeah. mm -hmm. all right now uh viewer questions viewer questions tonight you know one of the questions that uh i get a lot is you know is is pastor padrone really a pastor is the pastor legit or is that just some kind of stupid handle the answer is yes. Mm -hmm. He is. That uh, it, it, the pastor and Pastor Padron is legit. And I was actually uh, preaching this last uh, Sunday. And um, I even wore my Twins Dixon flannel. Absolutely. Just to kind of, you know, no one knows. No one knows that this was the Twins outfit kind of a thing going there. But uh, uh, that was kind of my nice sneak a little curt into my uh sermon thing here so to kind of show you what uh what happens when pastor padrone uh turns into the uh churchy pastor padrone here's a little clip of what went on this sunday this coming tuesday my wife and i are going to celebrate our 30th wedding anniversary together Yep, yep, now you can tell by looking at me now and then that we've been through a lot. <laughs> and we've put each other through a lot. And um, marriage, I've been learning, much like 2020, is not for the faint of heart. You know what I mean? Uh, I've been told by some people that marriage is war. And by other people, that uh, marriage is a sentence of death. A man isn't complete, they say, until he's married. Then he's finished. One guy told me marriage is like a bathtub. Once you've been in it for a while, you realize it's not so hot. <laughs> Another person told me that he felt that marriage was nature's way of keeping people from fighting with strangers. Now, despite these negative views of matrimony, Mandy and I have not only survived, but still actually, truthfully, enjoy being together. And how do you do that, people ask? How do you keep everything going year after year, day after day, especially in a year like 2020? How do you keep that going? Well, the truth is, after 30 years, I, I, I can't figure it out. <laughs> I haven't found the secret. At least I can't boil everything down to one thing that's kept our marriage going. Um, but I want to share some of my wisdom with you this morning. So I'm going to share with you something that hasn't worked. <laughs> Making resolutions.
Now, if uh, Jeff was still watching, that probably interested him a lot. I don't know if he's still watching. He may be uh, off doing another kind of a birthday celebrating with the missus. Nice. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, he said he was going to be spending his uh, birthday evening watching the show. I hope he's there. But uh, that's some that's some good stuff. So that's that's what happens uh, some Sundays. Um, I'm I'm usually speaking somewhere once twice a month, and um, so the pastor and Pastor Padron is really legit. And now you've seen it. And um, if you go and you do a search of um, Pastor Dan Ledwith, uh, you know, on um, YouTube, you'll you'll find you'll find it. You'll find uh, uh, videos of me speaking. If that's your thing, <coughs> but uh, there you go. So yes, I really am. Pastor, Padron. Pastor, and uh, Paul, um, you have some news for us tonight. I think Paul has some ending <coughs> the year. News. Yeah, end of the year news. Why don't we end twenty twenty with shades of the election shenanigans? Oh my that we've gosh, been, been under. Did he just say siege. election shenanigans? Ele- yes. Mm. Oh boy. So it's going to be a doozy. So here we go. Buckle up. From Half Wheel, election officials in Inyo County say Monday that at least seventy percent of where's, the, where's this, Inyo this, County. This, this is in California. Okay. Regarding the flavored tobacco ban that's supposedly coming in January. Mm-hmm. Election officials in Inyo County said Monday that at least seventy percent of the signatures submitted to block a California law banning the sale of flavored tobacco are invalid. <laughs> What? 70%. Wait. 70%. Jesus. With with dozens of voters saying they never signed the petition. Wow. (laughs) Really? Cammie Foote, the county's registrar of voters, said she has submitted the findings of her staff's investigation into the Inyo County's district attorney's office. She said that in some cases, the signatures were not even close to matching those on file with her office. In one case, the name of a prominent local elective official appeared on a petition and looked distinctly different from the signature that appears on a variety of government documents. Quote, we're confident that these are not valid signatures, unquote, Foote said. Whether the problems reported in Inyo County, a rural community with about 11,000 registered voters, are an anomaly is unclear. State election officials said Monday that this is the first such report regarding the effort to qualify a ballot measure to block the tobacco law signed in August by Governor Gavin Newsom. <laughs> of the now, again, Inyo County is not a big county. No, no, they 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 passed what they needed by like hundreds oh, yeah, of thousands. Oh yeah, yeah, but this is this is this is the this is the, the crux better. of it. Of the two hundred and sixty-eight signatures submitted to Inyo, uh, sorry, Inyo officials. 186 were deemed not to match the voter's signature on file. Two of them, two of the voters, were dead. (laughs) (laughs) The campaign in support of the tobacco referendum didn't immediately respond to requests seeking comment. Sounds like they got desperate. So they needed something like 673,000, and they had over a million. And they had over a million. (laughs) So, I mean, there's, I don't think there's any way this isn't going to happen. No, no, I know. But that said, if they're taking it that seriously (laughs) to check voter signatures and whether or not people are alive or dead for flavored tobacco (laughs) 
But nobody wants to bother going and checking all the votes about this whole election here. No. Yeah, there's election fraud that happens when it comes to flavor tobacco ban, but nowhere else. Nowhere no. else. That's just crazy. <laughs> That's just crazy. No. Incredibly well. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I, it's, un, it's unbelievable. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not denying that, that, you know, there's anomalies there or that they, they're lying about people being dead who, who voted. But you you think about that, and then you think about all the voting that went on yeah. through the mail, mm -hmm. and no checks on you know whether or not a person can vote or not. No one had to present IDs. Correct. People's signatures didn't need to be validated. But ele electing the president, no, we don't really need that. But when it comes to banning flavored tobacco, oh, we're going yeah, to we're stop the we're need, going to stop yep. right now. Seventy oh, yeah. percent of the signatures in that county were invalid. Oh my goodness, that's just. What do you say to that? That's that's the that is what twenty twenty is like. Yep. Just crazy nuts and doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Uh, Rod says you'll have to wait going up to um, 50 degrees 50 tomorrow. degrees tomorrow and not a flake of snow to be seen. Ooh, wow. so Ooh, it's going to be wild. have before. a banner spring, I mm -hmm. guess, summer. Hey, <laughs> I'm I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. If this winter ends up being snowless and we have a lot of 40-degree days, uh, my wallet will be very thankful. Yes. You know, my 300-year-old house is yeah. a real – uh, uh, well, uh, the word I would want to say starts with B and ends with itch, but it's it's a it's a real problem to heat. It can be <laughs> because you know you know it's it's so great during the summer and the spring and the fall because it's the house breathes so much. There's always mm. nice fresh air coming into the house. And in the winter, there's lots of fresh air coming into the yes. house. Yes, <laughs> you know, but it's not the kind of air you want. You know, so it's oh my goodness, heating, heating, heating the house. It's it one of the things you old. Oh, you have an old house. That's one of the things you deal with. But uh, what what do you do? Um, one of the things that that uh, we've all been doing, I think, to kind of um, make it through 2020, is doing a lot of binge. TV watching. We've talked about that already a little bit tonight. And I don't know about you guys, but one of the things that I've done is kind of gone back and watched some of my favorite old shows. Yeah. Mm. There's a lot of great new stuff out there, but there's a lot of good old stuff out there. But, I, you know, what I've been learning is some of the old stuff just doesn't hold up over mm. time. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you watch it now and you're like, uh be like, man, I don't know how did, why. Um, how did they make I, this movie? <laughs> I, why did they, you know, uh, you know, Highlander was one of the things. With uh, me. I, I watch Highlander now and I'm like, you know, when I was in my teenage years and even early 20s, this was the bomb. And now I'm watching it going, oh, my gosh, I, my taste was just so bad. My standard was so low. Still, it's still, I think, a fun movie to watch, yeah. but it's it's not. Every time it, I hear Victor Kruger, I think of Mr. Krabs. So. <laughs> but you know one of the shows that i've been binge watching again that really does hold up columbo 
Colombo. Oh, Columbo. wow. That is that is deep. <clears throat> now, Colombo, you know, is the show very 70s? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely 70s. But the writing, the acting, the plot, it's it, it totally engages you. And so even though it's very period-based, yes. the haircuts. It, is, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is such a good show to watch. And you realize that so many cop shows and mystery shows just don't have the depth of plot and writing and and acting that 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 show did and i'm just enjoying going through those episodes again are there are there any shows like that that you found that really have held up for you um, over the years this, older shows for me it's I, i'm not a tv kind of guy i'm more of a movie guy um but the movies that i've been kind of going through the one the latest one that i've that i binge watched was the naked gun with leslie nelson oh, oh yeah. <laughs> come on man like if you're if you're a, if you love a good comedy a good comedy movie mm-hmm. that the naked gun series is it's it's, it's gotta be probably one of the best slapstick humor movies yeah he leslie nielsen did it like nobody else mm. you cannot repeat you can't duplicate mm. what leslie nielsen provided in a tv it, it's it's classic it, rubber face it is yeah and yeah. It, the the comedy that's in it was just the slapstick dry humor mm. that i grew up with and it for me it always holds true to that comedy and and even though they've you know different shows and different movies mm-hmm. try to replicate that they can't they mm-hmm. just can't at that time it was perfect it was the early 90s 80s 90s mm-hmm. that it came out it was just absolutely perfect and that's the one i always always enjoy watching yep and leslie nielsen was one of the guest uh stars on columbo actually yep. he was on the show almost everybody was in Columbo. <laughs> it's you know, Steven Spielberg directed a number of Columbo. Really? I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Just just really, really good. What about you, Dave? Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. The Next Generation. You mm. think that holds up to you? I think that holds up. Me mm. and my kids have watched that two or three times straight mm. through now. It's really good. We love watching that. I don't think season one holds up. It's just Picard is... Season, season one, I watched it several years later, and I'm like, how did this ever make it to season two? But like once you get to seasons three and four, when they kind of find their groove, yeah, totally. I Star Trek: The Next Generation was the show that made me buy my first television. Mm. I was moving down to Orlando for for graduate school for seminary, and I had to get a television because the previous season's cliffhanger was where Picard had been taken by the Borg, mm. and. Yeah, uh, Lucius, Lucius of Borg, Borg, you know, is is coming at the Enterprise, and and Commander Riker fires on the Borg, and that's where it stops. And I I had to I had to spend a couple hundred bucks and buy a TV. Mm. <laughs> a I tw- had a twenty-seven no, inch TV. I had no furniture. I had a I had a cardboard box for a a, a end table, but I had a twenty-inch TV so that I could see the opening season premiere of star trek the next generation mm-hmm. oh my goodness Epic. paul what about you it's not a very old series but my all-time favorite has got to be the sopranos and i've been mm-hmm. watched that again i probably have seen that episode uh those that series 
dozens of times. Dozens Sopranos of times. never gets old. It never gets old. Uh, never that gets old. that and Breaking Bad are my two favorite TV mm-hmm. series. Never got time. into Breaking Bad. Oh, but you the have Sopranos. To, you have to get. You should watch the, the Breaking Bad man. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. Another good one was. Uh, uh, it's it's getting old, but uh, Fringe. Fringe. Oh Fringe yeah. Holds up. Fringe is really good. I I binge watched that. I remember when it first came out. I was mm-hmm. I was searching, scouring the internet for different episodes that came out early. Mm-hmm. And wow, what a what a show that was! That was a really great show. I loved that. It was it was with hard Josh, to see it Joshua had... Jackson in it. Yep. Mm, yeah. Man, that was good. Walter was my favorite though. Walter was awesome. He All was those awesome. Walter quotes. Yeah. <laughs> that was great, man. How we had what he had the cow in there to get fresh milk. Yep. Mm-hmm. He had it in the uh, the laboratory. That was great. That guy just plays the wacky professor so well. He mm. does, yeah. He looks the part. He, yep. It's like he's not even acting. He just <laughs> <laughs> wasn't um uh, Leonard Nimoy in. Yep, he was, yep. He was in there too before he, before he passed. He mm-hmm. was in there. He was a bad guy, yeah. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he was a bad guy in there. I didn't get. I didn't get that vibe gotta, from him. You gotta. You gotta watch it again, man. You, you apparently didn't see the ending. Oh, oh, I saw it. He was. He was bad. Was he a bad guy? He was a bad guy. You gotta watch it again. End. Yep. <clears throat> now, are you ready for some? Would you rather? Oh yes. yeah. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Tonight we're shaking it up. It is the Cody Toady episode, and so we're shaking things up. Tonight, would you rather has a different question for each person? Whoa! Ah, uh, here we go. Nick, yeah, you're going to go first. Here we go. The question for you tonight, Nick, is <laughs> going to be an easy question. Oh, no, it no won't be. Would you rather give up drinking or cigars? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. I would rather step in front of a speeding train. <laughs> than would you to rather give up, both of those. give up drinking or cigars? You don't have to give up both, just one. Just one? Mm-hmm. Do it. Give up drinking <laughs> or give up cigars? Come on, Nick, be honest. Damn. <sighs> Time's ticking, Nick. I don't know. You don't know. My firstborn child? Um, <laughs> uh, it would... Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, it... Uh, <laughs> damn. Glenn Fiddick 21. Yeah. Glenn Fiddick 21. It would probably have to be... There's the right answer. Cigars. Ah, cigars. It would cigars. have to be cigars. I knew it. I, knew I had it. to do it. There's just like don't get me wrong, I love cigars. It has become a passion of mine um, since but I got into it. But drinking is an addiction. Uh, I, I don't can't give that up. It's just <laughs> <laughs> having having being in an Italian family and having uh, Puerto Rican and Cuban in-laws. Um, that would probably be a extremely hard thing to do to give up drinking. Um, not that I drink a lot, but um, <laughs> I drink in moderation. Um, <laughs> Only one mo- glass at a time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The moderation is heavy. Only one handle at a time. <laughs> only, only drink. Uh, uh, only I'm a social drink, drinker. I only drink 12 hours a day. Uh, 12 a hours I don't drink. drink. 
when I'm passed out. But if uh, <laughs> that's not true at all. Um, but it would if I had to choose, it would be cigars. That the oh, going to I feel your pain gatherings at my family's house and my in-laws' house. The the liquor flows quite frequently at both family events and when we get both families together there are empty bottles of alcohol in my trash bin mm-hmm. like empty mm-hmm. bottles numerous bottles so the drinking would i would be an outcast if i if i gave up drinking and stayed with cigars as much as i love smoking cigars it would it would have to be the cigars to give it up man all right, Paul, I'll give you your five bucks after the show. Thank you. Oh! <laughs> okay. Dave. Yes. Dave, your would you rather question oh, tonight. Would you oh. rather give up gaming oh. or never see another Star Wars show or movie again? <laughs> oh, my God. He'd give up gaming. Oh, no, no, I would give up Star Wars. Hands wow. Down. I would give up Star Wars. Yeah. Really? That's only like one thing, but gaming is everything. Oh, But yeah. never never Star Wars game. That's fine. I'm down with that. I oh would totally never see Star, Star Wars, Wars again. again. I would do gaming. He would be a very sad gamer. Very sad gamer. There's so many good games out there. That's true. There are. Star Wars is just small. That small was easy. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was really quick. I thought it was going to be longer. I thought he was going to cry. Yeah. Well, you know, we still got like twenty <clears throat> left. All right, Paul, are you ready for yours? I'm ready. Would you rather work at the bar for a month <laughs> or watch Nick's top ten favorite movies? Oh, I'd rather watch Nick's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he, can, he can walk away from watching my movies. He can't walk away from working at the bar, Because I can have a cigar and a drink while I watch it. That's true. <laughs> That's, That's, true. That's true. Me and Paul have pretty similar taste in movies. Yeah. So. yeah. God so, bless those people up in the bar. Oh, I, God. I could not work there. Those guys. No. I'd, give, I'd definitely give a shout out yes. to... Yes. Everybody at the bar, Kendra, Bree, mm-hmm. Lisa, yeah. Amber, Michelle, mm-hmm. um, and Pat, because mm-hmm. Pat's up there and he's he's now, you know, kind of straddling both the retail area and the and the, being the bar back. And he's he's come a long way since we've hired him. You know, yeah. He's been on for what? A couple months now. He's actually uh, he's actually a tobacconist. Now. He's he actually a tobacconist test. now. Yeah, we're very proud of him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have, you know what I mean, to to not keep a straight face but to keep uh uh their head on a swivel up there is inc- <laughs> to keep their head on a swivel absolutely <laughs> yeah it, you know what i mean like to keep their head what does on that a, even mean well when you so for me i always it, it, the term keep your head on a swivel is you got to keep your head you got to keep your eyes up and always pay attention and and kind of be quick on your feet and Definitely Kendra being the bar manager, uh, being the potion master. She is definitely the ringleader in that whole bar upstairs. And she does a hell of a job keeping everybody in line. Mm-hmm. Um, she does. And working up there, Paul has experienced it. I've experienced it when, you know, we're short people up there. And we've I, I've gone up there for, I think, for 30 minutes. And it felt like 30 hours. And it, <laughs> it, it's, it's a hard, hard job to do. Um, especially when people are yelling drinks drinks at you and even the smallest thing, uh, you know, somebody ordered a, a 
uh, rum and coke, and I think I got that wrong, and trying to enter it in the computer and trying to deal with other people and stuff. That job is difficult, especially at our bar. It's probably one of the busiest bars in New England. Well, if I ordered a rum and coke, I would basically just want the rum. <laughs> well, that's what that's, that's what, what I gave you. That's what exactly what I gave a lot of people. So, you know, I, mean, I'm, I apologize for the heavy, heavy pour, but... Man, I give a shout out. I give it up. My hat goes off. No, to... those girls do an awesome. Oh job. my God! They and do Pat's it okay. It, Pat's pretty cool. And yeah. Dan, I have, I have a, I have a would you rather question for you. Oh, oh well, that's good because I didn't make one for myself. Yep, yep. So, ahead. would you rather mm -hmm. never ever be able to take a vacation again? Yeah. Or never be able to preach again? Ooh. Ooh. How much you love preaching, bro? <clears throat> the sound of silence wow that's a really good question <laughs> that's a really good question i'd say vacation <laughs> yeah I, I think knowing knowing danny <clears throat> knowing danny and you know we've known each other for you know what a year and a half now working together and being really you know that what that, I would that I would give up vacations. That I, I think as much as you love going on vacation, and everybody at this table does, especially myself, you love talking to people. That yep. that's your thing. You love talking to people. We talk together on the shift. Mm -hmm. You love kind of solving problems and stuff with mm -hmm. people and getting down in in the center of things and kind of. You know, helping people out. I think that I think you not doing that and just being on vacation would destroy you. Mm. I think that's if it, if I had to choose between the two. Yeah, I would choose giving up vacations. Yeah. yeah. Are you ever really on vacation anyway? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and that's the joke in my house: is that even my days off are not really my days off. Mm. You know, like. This last Sunday, my day off, what was I doing? I was half a day at, at a church. I'll be half a day, you know, at another church next week. You know, my day off in the middle of the week will be preparing for, you know, that, that uh, uh, this upcoming Sunday. So, you know, a lot of my time is spent getting ready for that. But I, I, I really think that's one of the things God's called me to do and wants me to do. And, and um, for, you know, a variety of reasons, you know, I'm not, you know, in a church myself, my my name is not hanging on some placard or you know on some marquee outside of church. But you know I get to speak at a lot of different churches, mm -hmm. and um, you know that's that's it's almost better if I think. I, well, I yeah, I don't I don't have to deal with <laughs> any, <laughs> yeah, of the, yeah. any of the bad stuff. It's like you know, babysitting I, grandchildren. I, I go I go in. Yeah, exactly. I go in and I do it, and whatever you know backlash happens well when the pastor comes back he can deal with it <laughs> but, you, know, you know i can you know but one, one of the things that you can get away with when you're the guest preacher is you can say some things that maybe the pastor can't mm. because he has to be careful about not offending people or or you know um you know balancing this that and the other um but i can go in there and say some things you know that maybe uh would not be so wise for the standing mm. pastor to do and um uh it's an i think that's uh, it's an yeah. opportunity to, to to help out in a lot of ways mm -hmm. um i had the opportunity to speak for a couple of weeks where the the, the pastor of the church came down with COVID, and mm -hmm. so all of a sudden they were out for a little bit and needed somebody for a couple of weeks while 
you know, they went through the whole quarantining thing and everything. Thankfully, you know, he didn't really ever get sick, really sick, you mm-hmm. know, but you have to quarantine for two weeks. Yep, and, yep. and, um, but I was able to do that on, on short notice. And that's a, that's a real blessing to be able to do that. And, uh, um, so yeah, I, I, I would, I would, I would rather give up the vacations. I'm thankful I don't have to make that choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but I think we're all if thankful I, that we don't yeah, have to give yeah. up any of our right. "would you rather." But questions. if I actually had to choose, I, I think it would be that. Yeah. Yes, excellent. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I did have one for Kendra. What was it? Uh, well, I'll tell you, but I th- we'll ask her the next time it. she's on the show. Yeah, we should phone her in right <laughs> now. So the w- the would you rather question for Kendra was: Would you rather have to wear ugly sweaters to work for a month, oh. or come to work in your favorite hoodie and sweatpants? Oh, she would come in her favorite hoodie and sweatpants all day long. I would I would bet money on that. Yeah. Yep. I well, bet. What do you think, Dave? I, I agree with Nick. Yeah, the same. Yep. Yeah, she's a very laid back. Even though the last episode she said that she's very bougie, mm-hmm. um, but I, <laughs> I think I still it... don't know what that means. <laughs> bougie. I'd never heard I, that before she said it. Um, I I think that if she had to make the choice, mm-hmm. definitely sweats all day long. Mm. I'll put money on that. All right, we'll see. Well, next time she's here, I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask her that question. So you all can't right. tell her. I won't tell her nothing. We know Kendra's way too busy to watch this show. So we know <laughs> she's not going to hear it. So the I'm next gonna, time she's on, I'm gonna forget we're going to we're gonna do it. We're going to do it. Mm. Okay. So um, final thought here on uh, GLP spark Oof. plug. Just a very rich, complex, and smooth tobacco. Without a doubt, the best tobacco we've had this year. Best new uh, tobacco. Best new yeah. tobacco, yes. Best yep. newcoming tobacco. Yep. I totally agree. Mm. Very smooth, very creamy. Mm-hmm. The scotch kind of oh bless you sir, for you have sinned. Um, it, the scotch opens up that nice deep sweetness in there, mm-hmm. smooths it right out. No spice, very creamy, and it's incredibly enjoyable. Complex, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's great, Dave. Yep, it is very yep. complex. Yep. Very, <laughs> yeah, it is very complex. The, the retro hail is uh, amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very, it's sweet. It's a yeah. sweet retro hail. It's a sweet draw. Um, it's, oh, it's, it's magnanimous. Mm-hmm. Magnanimous. Mm. Musty, smoky, spicy with mesquite and leather, and uh, ripe fruit notes from the Virginias. Incredibly good. Don't, don't. Incredibly well. (laughs) It is really, really good. I have spoken. This is the way. Mm -hmm. Now, next week, what are we going to do to top the uh, Cody Toady episode? Next week. Well, how are we going to top this? We don't have, we're already 21, man. We don't know what we're drinking, but uh, we know what we're smoking. And next week, (laughs) we're going to be looking at brick and mortar exclusives. Nice. Things that are only available at uh, brick and mortar stores why that's important why people do that and uh, why maybe you should support your brick and mortar store by only getting or not by only getting but by buying things that are only available there um, and we're going to be smoking the padrone taa toro maduro Ooh. 
which is a TAA uh, cigar, that's Tobacco Association of America cigar that is uh, constantly in production. Yep. Most TAAs are available for a year or one production run, and once they're gone, they're gone. But the Padron uh, Toro Maduro is something that is just they keep making, Mm -hmm. and uh, they're not going to stop. So we're going to smoke that. And... Uh, the House Reserve by Cornell and Deal, which we talked about tonight, which was one of our favorite newcomer tobaccos for this year. So next week we're going to get into that. Make sure you go and pick up a pick it up. Padron 1926, 19, no, 1964, 1964. Yep. anniversary uh, Toro Maduro. And if you can, a tin of the House Reserve by Cornell and Deal and smoke along with us. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. It's going to be our first recording in the new year. In yeah. the new year, 21. Yes. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for being with us tonight. And we hope you enjoy uh, the cigars and uh, tobacco we talked about tonight. The year is just old enough to have a cigar. Mm-hmm. Mm. What does the, what the heck does that mean? What does that mean? What is 2021? <laughs> it's 21. It's, it's, it's still 2020. I'm saying in the next episode. It'd be 21, right? So it'd be just old enough to have, have a, a cigar. Because the age is 21. Is 21. <laughs> oh, oh, now I see what you're saying. Yep. Woo! Now yep. I see and what I you're saying. I have to say that my, my, my oldest son, Thomas, is looking forward to his birthday because he wants to smoke a pipe and a cigar with his dad. Oh, And I can't wait. So Is he going to be 21 this year? Yeah, and on in March. March, in March. March. No way. Yep. It's going to be awesome. That's okay. awesome, dude. All right. We're going to celebrate. Well, we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you very much. Another day, another smoke, baby. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. You've been listening to Not Just Blowing Smoke, the podcast that brings the wealth of knowledge, expertise, and fun of Twins Smoke Shop, New England's premier smoke shop, right to you, wherever you are, whenever you want it. You can find us at our website, notjustblowingsmoke.com, and keep in touch with us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram at Not Just Blowing Smoke. Thanks for listening, everybody. And that is Not Just Blowing Smoke. Rolling with the top.